Welcome to another edition of the Business and Personal Podcast, where we bring you closer to the people you do business with. And I have a really, I love sharing great stories, and I came across this one recently, and I'm excited to share it with you. So today we have Greg Mullen. He's the founder of Miracle Academy Private Christian School in Birmingham, Alabama. And it's really an incredible story of how it all came together. So uh, first of all, Greg, thanks for joining us to share your story today. Thank you for having me, Ryan. We're just excited to be here to uh, be able to share the story because I believe that it's a story that really would touch the hearts of many uh, once they uh, hear the story and, and see what's going on. Well, I always like when I meet someone as crazy as me and you're as crazy as me because you decided to start a business in the middle of a pandemic, um, but uh, it's, it's thriving now. So um, before we get into that, though, just give people a little back, bit of background on yourself, you know, prior to starting the school. Well, prior to starting the school, um, uh, Ryan, you know, my wife and I have been married for a long time. Matter of fact, we're about to celebrate 37 years uh, next month. Um, we had five, four children that was born perfectly healthy. Uh, then we had another child that was born that was diagnosed with Down syndrome. And um, so we ended up naming her Miracle because of the things that uh, my wife had gone through uh, prior to her birth, uh, you know, as, as she was hemorrhaging after about three months and the doctors thought for sure she hadn't lost the baby, but then the baby doctors come back and say, hey, I wish I could say it was something that I did, but all I could say was divine intervention. So that's where she got the name Miracle. Um, so this is, the, you know, my background grew up, you know, uh, countryside, farm, all those good things. Uh, met my wife uh, in 1984. We got married in 1985. and moved to Birmingham in 1986 and kind of started building life from there. And, um, you know, started building life, started building family. And, you know, we've done things in our background from, from sales to uh, ministry, mostly ministry. Uh, we've worked with um, a, um, a, a place that houses over 400 women and children. Um, so we've this kind of been our background uh, as as far as uh, before we got to where we are now, and then in 2020, that's when God started uh, really say, "Hey, it's time to launch a school." We already had been considering it and praying about it anyway, um, but when when the pandemic came, then uh, schools began to shut down and whatnot, and we said, "Well, you know, this may be the great time to do that, and we and we can launch virtually," and that's what we did. So, you know, let's go back to Miracle being born. And, and the original plan was to name her Angel. Um, but then right. through this series of events that took place to, to bring her into this world, uh, you felt compelled to change your name to Miracle. And just explain to people the extreme challenges of the childbirth and um, how amazing it is that she made it through. Yes. Um, you know, uh, when when my wife started hemorrhaging, we went to the hospital that night and and the doctors really literally told her that there's nothing else I can do. He said, uh, we're going to have to do something because if we don't, we're going to lose. We're not only going to lose the baby, but we're going to lose you. We're going we're gonna to lose both of you. So we can lose the baby and save you, you know, um, and, and with the baby being just three months in the womb, then it was virtually impossible uh, for the baby to live. So uh, what I did that night, and we have a, had another friend who, um, was part of our ministry. She was in the waiting room and um, I was in the room with my wife praying all night, reading scriptures over her all night. And about midnight, the hemorrhaging slowed drastically and by morning it had stopped. 
So when the doctor came in, they said that, okay, um, I'm pretty sure you lost the baby because of these baseball size clots you've been, been, been dropping. Um, and I uh, said, what we'll do though, just to be sure before we do a DNC, we'll go ahead and do um, a ultra, another ultrasound. And when they did the ultrasound, uh, they found it was, it, was, it was amazing because they found the heartbeat was very strong. But looking at the ultrasound, uh, Ryan, you, it, you can literally see the baby's face as it was looking directly at the camera. And, uh, and that's when my wife said, you know what? Her name is, this, this child is gonna be named Miracle. So we, that's when uh, she really got that name changed to Miracle. And even after birth, Miracle had several health challenges that she made it through. And then she became of school age and you found a school uh, that yes. would work with her. And uh, that school worked great for you up through fifth grade. Tell us what happened after fifth grade. Well, let me drop back for just a moment as to the challenges that she was facing. Uh, you, you mentioned that she was ch ch facing challenges because at birth, they uh, said your child has features of Down syndrome. And then she stopped breathing and they immediately rushed her to NICU where she stayed there for 14 days. Day 15, she was able to come to the room uh, with us and day 16, she went home. But then also after a year old, uh, she, um, she um, had pneumonia and the flu at the same time, stayed in the hospital another 13 days. And uh, then uh, again, she went back to the hospital another year later with pneumonia again. And uh, uh, so she faced a lot of health challenges that wise. Other than that, she really don't have any health challenges as many as sometimes as you may find in, in, in uh, children with Down syndrome. But uh, we found a school for her uh, that that uh, all of our all of our other daughters had gone to this same school. Great, great school, great school. And uh, but sometimes what we did, and sometimes we may encourage other parents to do as well, uh, to make sure that that uh, the school system do what they're supposed to do and need to do for a special needs child. Uh, before she started school, we we contacted an attorney and did what is called a due process lawsuit to make sure that the school live up to that, you know, should I say not the school itself, because the school itself is great, uh, but the system, the school system, make sure that they live up to everything that they're supposed to do for a special needs child. And unfortunately, a lot of parents don't know to do that. They don't know that. Uh, so therefore, their children may not get all the services that they're supposed to get. For instance, Miracle's uh, IEP called for her to have a para with her uh, throughout the day. That's have a person with her in class at all times. So if that person that is assigned can't be there, then they're supposed to bring someone else to uh, substitute for that person on that uh, that day of that time that that person can't be there. So therefore, they they are obligated to do everything that's in the IEP. Um, so, uh, but anyway, the school was awesome. It was great. They did so much. Uh, she was so well recognized. Probably the most popular student in the school um, on World Down Syndrome Day, um, which is March 21st of each year. They would also they would always do a uh, a, a walk, a Down Syndrome walk through the community. All 600 students, teachers, staff, everybody. Uh, they would have pictures and posters all over the school of Miracle and whatnot. And they did the same thing in October, which is World Down Syndrome Month, uh, uh, Down Syndrome Awareness Month, rather. And uh, so they would do that. They would allow me and my wife to come and speak and teach the people about special needs and, and uh, do a, a, a assembly with the entire school about people with Down Syndrome and how, what, and what their life is like. So it was absolutely great. But then after fifth grade, the school becomes a specialist school. 
and students from all over the school apply to go there because it's a well-recognized school. In fact, uh, we, I have some daughters that graduated from that school and from, from eighth grade, they were really prepared to go to college when they graduated from eighth grade. Uh, the school was, was, that, was that good. Um, so, but she was not accepted back to that school after that. And I could, you know, speculate various reasons that she wasn't, wasn't, but what I look at is I believe that it was God's way of pushing us into launching this school so that we can benefit other people like Miracle. Yeah, you basically looked at that. This is not a door that's being closed, you know, awesome up to fifth grade. This is actually an amazing door that's open, but right. it also opened at a time where we were in the middle of COVID, like I said earlier, and uh, how in the world do you open up a school, not only in the middle of COVID, but your goal was to make it as affordable as possible for people. Yeah. How in the heck do you marry those two things up in such a challenging time? Well, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I question myself. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Right, we did not look at it as a door closed because there are two things. There's two ways we can look at things. We can look at them as obstacle or opportunity, and we looked at it as as an opportunity um, because sitting there in that school that day when I after after I had received the letter that um, that miracle was not accepted back. I was talking to various people in the office and they was giving me advice of uh, giving me ideas on what we can do with her, what school we can take her to. We can take her to the school that she was known for, which was out of the question because what a lot of people don't understand, a, a person or a child with Down syndrome doesn't handle abrupt changes well. So if something changes quickly, then it turns their world upside down. And uh, it would have turned Miracle's world upside down to take her uh to a new school with new students, new teachers, all of these things would have just turned her world upside down. But I'm sitting there in the office talking to the staff, uh, teachers and counselors and whatnot. And uh, so God began to speak to me at that point and says, start your own school. And I looked at them right then, right there and said, you know what we're gonna do? They said, what? I said, we're gonna start our own school and it's gonna be called Miracle Academy. And that's, when, that, that's when things started happening. That's when the uh, ball started rolling to get our school started. This was like early, crazy, crazy because it was early March of 2020. <laughs> so, so, so we had to figure some things out, you know, and I think really that worked in our favor, to be honest with you, even though we say, hey, how do you start a school in the middle of a pandemic? I think that actually worked in our favor because we were able to start virtually. We started with, we started with middle school, four students, sixth through eighth grade, because Miracle was going to the sixth grade. So we started virtually with those four students. Um, there was somebody who was gracious enough, an organization that donated us some uh, uh, electronics, some, some uh, um, Chromebooks. So each, each child had their own Chromebook. We delivered it to their home um, and we did classes on, online. Sometimes if necessary to test them, our teachers would drive to their house, sit in their yard and test them. You know, uh, we made it work and it, it worked for us very well. Um, so it, it worked out for us very well. So uh, over the summer of 2021, we said, you know, we started looking at dealing with students in middle school is can be real hectic because at now there's there's changes happening in their life and things are they're flipping to another page. And we said, you know, really what we need to do is start catching these students early. We need to catch them in kindergarten. So we went back and made our school K through K through eight. Uh, over the summer of uh, 20, uh, 20, 2021. So that that gave us more opportunity to bring in more students. 
and to make it affordable, ah, yes. We probably have the lowest tuition that you find anywhere. It does, is it affordable for people? Yes, because we discovered that there are people that are low income, but desire to send their children to a better school and a better environment where they're gonna feel safe um, and, and all of these things, they're not gonna be bullied because we have a zero toler uh, bullying uh, tolerance. Uh, so, um, so they feel comfortable with that. Uh, does it hurt us to do that financially? Yes. That's why, that's why we seek and work so hard to find financial partners because yes, it helped, it hurts us financially. It puts us in, in some binds, but we're just trusting God that things are going to work out, um, you know, and so far things are still going. Do we have a lot of work to do? Do we need a lot of finances? Absolutely. So you're heading into year three though, correct? Uh, you made yes, we are here. We what are is, heading into year three. What is year three looking like? Any changes uh, further going down the road? Um, we, we are looking to fill the seats. We're looking to increase uh, our students. We're looking to increase our staff as well. Um, uh, this particular year was a great, great learning experience for us. We learned some do's and don'ts, uh, you know, some cans and can'ts. Uh, so, so because my wife and I, neither one of us uh, had a background in education. My, um, my background is, is ministry, farming, <laughs> you know, uh, 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 um, sales. Her background is accounting. She has an MBA. Uh, uh, she also worked as a CFO for the last 15 years. Uh, you know, so, so we had no real uh idea of what the education field was all about so we had a lot to learn and we're still learning in fact we just came back of a leadership conference uh with alabama independent school association um so that was a that was a lot for us to learn so so this past year was a great great learning experience for us uh we one of the things that we we do that's that's that that is really beneficial to us as well as our parents uh and students we we make sure we establish good rapport with, with, the, with the parents, you know, they know that they can call us, uh, whatever the case is, and they know if there's a problem, we're gonna do everything we can to solve the problem. So for someone that's listening to this that uh, might have some money to donate or be interested in donating to the school, what are some of the most pressing needs that you have currently? Well, the most, and, and be honest with you, the most pressing need that we have is finances so that we can bring in more staff because we, we, we need a larger staff. I put it, we, we, we need a lot of staff, but we need to be able to compensate them. You know, uh, right now we, we do not and cannot compensate our staff at the uh, going rate, uh, should I say, uh, for school teachers and whatnot. Uh, so that's, that's, that's the most pressing issue, but along with other things uh, like air conditioning units, and we may need to make sure that it's well air conditioned, well heated and all of that stuff, because we want our students to be comfortable in school. You know, we, we, we definitely want that. We, we, we need uh, playground equipment. We, we need, you know, all kinds of things uh, such as that um, to, to help so that we can have well-rounded students. You know, we, we, um, we, uh, we have established a basketball team. We only had like uh, the first year, first uh, part of last year, we only had like five boys. So we had, we had a team. <laughs> We've established uh, cheerleaders. You know, but the thing is, we have basketball players and cheerleaders who have never would have made the squad at another school. So we're giving an opportunity to students with an IEP uh, from autism, learning disabilities, uh, anxiety, 
ADHD, they are able to be on a team, which they never would have been on a team somewhere else. Um, we have one, one of our students that's, that's, that's highly autistic, and he's, he's so excited to be able to be able to play on a basketball team. And the first game that we played, he actually scored six points. So, yes, they are doing things, and we are hearing testimonies uh, from parents and whatnot, uh, uh, how the school has been a blessing to them and how they're watching their children grow. Um, one of our students who has a learning disability, he had been bullied at the school that he was at before. He came in, he was very shy, very timid, always sitting with a hoodie on his head and wouldn't say anything. Well, by the by the middle of the season, uh, when we got a new student come, to come in, with this, this kid that changed so drastically, he was the one who embraced the new students and said, hey, come on, I'll show you around. So these are the kind of changes um, that we've seen. I got a, a email from one parent was telling me about, because her child had been bullied as well. He came in, he was very, very scared, very nervous. Um, and, but uh, she wrote, sent me an email one day telling me how happy she was with the school, how much he was changing and how much she would really want him to be here because she see his academics, uh, his academic life changing and getting better. So Greg, you know, those sound like amazing success stories that you had to share there. And I'm hoping I can connect you with even more here through this podcast. So let's start, first of all, people that are interested in donating, what's the easiest way for them to get in touch with you to do that? Well, the easy way is to go to our website, which is miracleacademypcs.org, miracle, that's M-I-R-A-C-L-E-A-C-A-D-E-M-Y-P-C-S.org. And there's a donate tab there uh, on the front of the, of the, uh, on the home screen. Uh, uh, you can look at that. There's another tab also that says support us and you can find ways to do that, but that's the easy way to do that. And that is actually set up through, um, PayPal. And there's a box there. That if a person want to become a recurring donor, they can click that box and they was automatically donate that same amount each month. Uh, they can do that. And we welcome that. We, in, in fact, we encourage that. Um, the, uh, the other way that people can donate is we, uh, our school has a cash app which is a uh, dollar sign miracle, A-P-C-S, that's M-I-R-A-C-L-E, A-P-C-S. Uh, they can donate that way also. Now, uh, uh, all, to all donations are tax deductible because we are operating under our 501c3, which is Miracle Mother and Downs Foundation. So we, we, we've had a 501c3 for, um, since 2012. So we're operating under that. So all of our donations, are tax deductible as well um and the, the also they can go to the website to apply for the school um there's a there's a, a tab on there that says more click uh, when you when you hover, hover over that you'll see a, a drop down that say apply you can click there and fill out the application and that will come directly to us and we will respond very good greg well thanks for sharing your inspiring story um i think this is just a great example of doors aren't closing on you a lot of times in life maybe they're just opening and you got to look further to find the answers so best of luck to you going forward uh, keep up the great work hey uh, ron Ryan, just one more thing um i did i just thought about that as we were talking if a person wanted to donate by mail uh they can just make a check out to miracle academy i'm checking money order uh, to miracle academy and put it in the mail uh to at to uh 3420 hickory avenue southwest Birmingham, Alabama, with a zip code of 35221. People still do uh, the old school mail. So, yeah. Some of them still do the old school <laughs> mail. Yes, sir. Uh, there, I've run across people who 
will not do electronic. <laughs> so they, they still do the mail. And we still we still get the mail. I bet. Yes. Well, hey, hopefully you get donations in all forms after this podcast to keep things going. Thanks again so much. Thank you so much, Ron. We appreciate it.